Welcome, everyone. Another episode of Sigma Duocast. Doing another short one. Quick little review. I'm, 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 uh, I'm a little frustrated <laughs> with all the hate that the, the movie The Flash is getting. I feel it's unwarranted on the film itself. Um... You know, they're saying it's a box office bomb and there's just so many negative things out there. And obviously, you know, Ezra Miller's got some history and, you know, they're trying to blame it all on that. But the no, the, the voice of like what's positive, it's not getting enough traction. And I feel I feel that it's kind of that kind of sucks. It's kind of a disservice because the movie in itself is is actually it's actually good. My personal opinion. Um, if you haven't seen it, you know, I guess this might be able to sway you a little bit. I will be going through a lot of spoilers um, of the film. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled by it, you know, pause now, come back later. Uh, if you've already seen it and you've already formulated your opinion on it, whether it's positive or negative. Hey, by all means, I just I just feel like I got to share, you know my thoughts on it um i've I've, inter- I've interacted with a couple of my friends about it and they give off mixed vibes so i'm gonna do a quick little review i guess just kind of streamline and then just kind of talk about mainly why why it's um i feel what i think is not why it's not getting the the hype or whatever you want to call it the support or the box office or whatever that it that it is so let me go ahead and just queue up the, uh, this is one of the trailers. I'm just going to kind of queue up like, you know, kind of gives you pretty much the point of the story. So tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline, another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? This is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sod, we've been waiting for you. 
created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? So, I mean, for the most part, that's the whole gist of the movie. So, if, okay, I gotta get, I gotta say this upfront. Like, I get everything that I'm, fam, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of what happened to Ezra Miller um, during production of this movie, during before the product, you name it. Like, there's so many things out there about just him acting a fool, like. I think he was like in Hawaii acting a fool, uh, choking a girl or something, um, uh, holding some people capped. Like it's some wild stuff. All right. <laughs> like it's, it's out there. It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. Like dude, uh, far as I know, he's getting the, the mental help that he needs, which fantastic. But, and I get that it was, it's no good. It really isn't. I mean, people, celebrities have done a lot less and lost a lot more, you know, Will Smith. <laughs> and so it's like, this dude should be, you know, canceled, blacklisted, as everyone says and everything. I get that. You know, as a, as, as a, as a person, dude's got problems. But allegedly he's getting the help, and hopefully, by all means. As an actor, I think he's amazing. Sorry if you don't like that or don't agree. I think he's a fantastic actor. Him as the Flash is a very interesting take, and I actually genuinely like his version of the Flash. I'm not going to compare it with Grant Gustin's Flash from the CW show that just recently finally finished its whole like series tenure. Which, by the way, that show is really good, especially the first like couple seasons. Um, after that, it just got a little, little extra because they started doing the whole multiverse, and CW was just like popping out superhero stories left and right. Um, but they never really wanted to touch the main ones like Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman, you know, like they did eventually with the uh, Superman, but like arrow was the first one to kick all this stuff off. They call it the Arrowverse, and almost all the villains in the arrow series TV show are like Batman villains. So it's like, okay. And I get it. Batman has one of the best rogues gallery right next to Spider-Man. So fantastic. Um, so yeah, Grant Gustin, the flash CW, like the first two, three seasons, fantastic. They actually do their version of the flashpoint storyline on there, which is done really well. And it's a TV show. So they're able to spread it across a couple, uh, episodes. Actually, what's surprisingly, if I remember correctly, they didn't even do like a whole season. They just did like maybe a couple in the beginning and then they dealt more with the aftermath, I guess. Uh, honestly, I can't remember because it's been a while, but it wasn't that bad. So again, the whole point is Ezra Miller as an actor is fantastic. I love him as the flash. I liked him in the, uh, you know, not the Harry Potter movies, but the fantastic beast movies. He's great. He's done other stuff too. That's good. Just little cuckoo and we'll see what happens. So I just want to get that out front because I don't think he's the reason why this movie failed in any way. Um, Yes, in terms of performance and box office, I think there's a definitely a 
safe to say there's a handful of people out there that don't want to see it because they don't like him, which, hey, I get it by all means. But his acting in this movie is phenomenal. Like, um, I'm just going to get into the, the the actors, I guess. I'm sorry. I didn't really have too much of a structure in this time around because I don't know. But anyways, he plays two versions of himself. He plays a Barry Allen that you see at the start of the movie, which season takes place like a couple, I guess a few years after um, Zack Snyder's justice league. And I'm, I'll kind of touch on that a little bit later as to why I say that, even though they say that one isn't the Canon movie, which honestly, whatever, but it takes a few years after Zack Snyder's justice league film. And he goes back in the past, things go sideways and he has uh, an 18 year old version of Barry Allen. So he's playing both of these characters and it truly like I, the whole time I literally like felt and believed these were two different people, even though it was Ezra Miller, both like he does such a good job in balancing the two in terms of the behavior, the way they talk, like the mannerisms, like everything you can tell one's older than the other. And it was, I don't know, like I, for me, it was just like, bravo like i haven't really seen any you know actors do that because like majority of the movie they're you know hand in hand they're in they're they're together all throughout um so he does a really really good job with that and i really really like this version of of um the flash and barry allen and everything so again I think it's a good, I, I think it's good. I think you guys need to check it out. If you don't like Ezra Miller, I get it. Dude, dude's crazy, but he pulls off some pretty good acting in this movie that actually not even pretty good, like amazing. Like I wholeheartedly loved his acting. Um, the movie itself, it, this, everything about it, like I have a lot of positives for it. I have a few negatives and the negatives are kind of common for a lot of people. Um, but the story was great. And I know a lot of people don't like the story, especially the comic book guys. Um, I get it. It doesn't follow the actual comic book story per se, right? As far as like that storyline. Um, but they're trying to make the Flashpoint story the best they can with what they're working with. And they're not working with a lot. Like this movie was supposed to come out back in 2018. It's gone through so many different directors. It lost a couple actors throughout like um, Henry Allen, Barry's dad in the movie was supposed to be. Um, oh my God. What's his name from uh, uh, Billy Crudup. He played his dad in the Zack Snyder justice league, but you know, because the movie was just taking forever, he had other commitments. So wrong Livingston had to fill in that role, which was fine. It worked out. Um, I would have preferred to have Bailey crude up in there. Cause he's a, I think he's a phenomenal actor. Um, but, uh, it, it just took too much. And I think the biggest downfall of this movie was Warner brothers. It, it was literally the studio and I'll touch more about that in a little bit. But so like they, they, the story, they worked with what they got. They weren't going to be able to recreate exactly what you wanted. So they had to make their own version of it. And honestly, this, this version of the flashpoint story is, it's great. 
it works. It works fine. Um, everyone's been a little too extra critical with these things right now. Um, but it worked well. They tried to get similar elements from the Flashpoint story. Like um, they tried, obviously they tried to incorporate a super, a Superman, but in this case they did Supergirl. Uh, same concept, you know, when you find her, she's like uh, held captive somewhere, super weak and everything, which is what they were doing in the Flashpoint comic, but it was Superman. Um, and then obviously you had the antagonist of the movie isn't necessarily, there isn't really like, it's not general Zod or anything. It's more flash, but in the flashpoint comic, it was, it was, um, reverse flash, which is a whole nother different character, which again, I think that could have been introduced, but I guess they didn't want to go that route. Um, cause it would be more, I guess more of an establishment. Um, Batman was in the flashpoint, but it wasn't like a Bruce Wayne. They found their way of bringing him back Batman with Michael Keaton. Um, I don't know. Like there was just like what they had, what they worked with, what they did. It worked. It, it made sense and it worked. And I mean, nobody right now has time travel down. Marvel's done it. Spider-Man's doing it. The multiverse, all this stuff. There's so many different like, definition so many different things and i feel the way they interpret time travel and interpret um the multiverse it was all right it was very simplistic they used a bowl of spaghetti <laughs> to address it but which is kind of like a little slap in the face to marvel i felt because marvel's like really technical with you know the multiverse and timelines and the strands and all this stuff and uh it you know having Michael Keaton's Batman explain that is just, you know, cherry on top. Cause I love his, I love his attitude, his mannerisms, but the story was good. Bottom line, the story worked with what they had to work with. Um, I, I think people were just a little too, too much into themselves as well as, as far as acting goes, I already said Ezra is like fantastic. Um, Sasha Kelly, who plays Kara Zor-El, you know, very limited role. She was pretty badass in the movie. Um, not a lot of speaking role or anything like that. Um, same thing. General Zod appears. Michael Shannon's kind of limited. Um, I believe I, I do. I will say both of uh, Barry's parents, Nora Allen, Henry Allen, played by Ron Livingston and Maribel Verdu. They do a, they did a great job. Really, really good job. Um, Chrissy Clemens, who plays Iris West, she's in there. And there, and this here's here's a little tie where I say Zack Snyder's Justice League because in the Justice League that they made, where Joss Whedon had to go and finish it, uh, if I remember correctly, they don't even mention Iris like that. Whole scene that she was supposed to be in is completely gone. So when they did the Snyder cut, um, the four hour one, that whole scene where you uh, get introduced to um, Iris is in, in the film and they acknowledge that for one it's the character, but two, like there's some dialogue when Iris and uh, Barry start talking. It's like, Oh, didn't I see you like not too long ago or something? Um, which is referencing, at least I believe it's referencing that scene from Zack Snyder's justice league. And this is why I say that the Snyder cut is the definitive version of the Snyder verse or whatever they were trying to do. And this movie follows after that one versus the the weed in one. Um, and then finally you had Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne. And then, so this was kind of mixed bags too with people. Um, people were like, no, 
like it wasn't the Michael, it wasn't the Batman from like, and like, it's not supposed to, that's, that's the thing. Like Barry didn't go into an alternate universe where the universe or yeah, the universe that he went to was Tim Burton's Batman. Just because it's Michael Keaton doesn't mean he went to that. I mean, look at Gotham. It didn't even look as Gothic as it does in the Tim Burton films. So it's a different Batman, different universe, but it just happens to be Michael Keaton. Um, and they do a good job. Like I liked this version of Michael Keaton. This was like an old season retired Batman. Like Gotham has been safe. He has nothing to do. He doesn't have an Alfred anymore. So he's just like a, you know, a recluse in his own home, just doing his own thing, not being Bruce Wayne, not being Batman. And it was fine. And then when you do see him, the physicality that you see when he's actually is Batman, it's there, but it was still grounded to like how the Tim Burton um, Batman was. He didn't come out being like super, super OP. Although later in the movie, he does take on a Kryptonian and um, he was pretty nimble for all that. But the result wasn't, wasn't what he wanted. Um, but it was good. Like, I think it was great. I think the biggest thing too was the music. The music was the big nostalgia factor. Like it really brought that um, Tim Burton S, you know, Danny Elfman uh, did the track for uh, the Batman and Batman Returns. So hearing that kind of be at times original and then kind of remix and updated to like the Flash movie and everything like it was well done. So overall, as far as the main characters you see on screen, which primarily was Ezra Miller because he two characters, it, it was great. Uh, ben Affleck appears got to no credit um in the credits like no acknowledgement kind of lame but oh, i love ben affleck man this is, this is my favorite batman like the opening of this movie with him was so badass oh my god like i really am pissed with warner bros that they didn't let this man do a movie whether it was the one he wanted to do that he directed with deathstroke which ben affleck as a director is fantastic um or even if someone else directed and he just started like I'm really mad that they never gave this man a chance to do a solo film because I promise you that movie would have been freaking badass um, because this Ben Affleck's crazy from Batman versus Superman, the extended cut, always the extended, not the theatrical, the way he is in that movie, Bruce and Batman, and then in Justice League, uh, Snyder, and then this, even like the little cameos he had like in the Suicide Squad and stuff, like, dude, chef's kiss, man. Uh, very, very sad. This will be his fine. This is his final appearance. He won't be reprising as Batman. Uh, that's what they say now. I'm sure maybe down the road they'll do something as this movie proves a lot of the other Batmans appear. Uh, minus Christian Bell, because I don't think, uh, what's his name? Christopher Nolan will ever allow that. <laughs> uh, you do get a spoiler. You do get a quick cameo of Wonder Woman Gal Gadot, which. Again, I don't, is she Wonder Woman or not? And again, I'll dive more into this, but quick little, little cameo here, little cameo in Shazam. Like what's, what's the deal? You know, um, post credit scene, spoiler, you see Jason Momoa's Arthur Curry and Aquaman. Okay, cool. Uh, that scene was kind of worthless in my opinion. I feel it was just thrown in there just to kind of give you a reminder that Aquaman is there and there's going to be an Aquaman movie still to come. Um, you don't see Henry Cavill because for whatever reason, Warner Brothers doesn't want Henry Cavill at all anywhere anymore. Uh, we did get like a little CGI 
reuse cameo, but um, there was a scene of Superman in there, but it was just the back of him. He was like trying to stop a volcano or something, but it's like, dude, come on. Um, and then Jeremy Irons appears as Alfred, which was really awesome. Really happy to see Jeremy Irons again. He's probably one of my favorite outfits as well, where it's not your typical, just old Butler gentleman. It's like, he looks like he can kick some ass. So, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, those were cool. There's a lot of other spoilers, uh, cameos. I'm not really going to talk about them, um, to be honest with you. A lot of it was CG. Um, if you watch the film, you know which ones I'm talking about. All the different Supermans. Um, the only one I'll talk about is Nicolas Cage. If you've seen, uh, if Nicolas Cage pops up as Superman, if you're confused with why you saw that, if you haven't done your research, a long time ago, uh, after Tim Burton did Batman, he wanted to do a Superman movie. And Nicolas Cage was cast as Superman. And so they've done like test screenings of him in the Superman suit. Different, There was like three, two different Superman suits that they did. Um, long hair, short hair. And they were going to try to do a movie, but the movie fell through. It never happened. So this was like a very random deep cut of DC film history that they decided to finally give Nick Cage the... Uh, the Superman cameo. The only thing that was weird to me was like, it's all, I mean, granted, I understand it was CG. He's old now, but like Marvel does a, or let's just say Disney does a really good job with de-aging, whether it's Marvel or, or, or uh, what do you call it? Um, Star Wars. Not even that, just YouTube in general. Like people do some really, really good deep fakes. Why couldn't they have given the man the chance to just suit up and do it? But it's fully CG. The scene was cool. He's like finding this big old like spider, like robotic or something. I don't know. I hate spiders, but it was a cool scene. But again, it was just really, it was really random. You know, you see like, what was it? Two, super, three different Supermans, a different Batman. And what's funny is it's a Flash movie. So why didn't you use the Flash? I mean, you do see Jay Garrick, which was a CGI use. A lot of people assume it was um, actor Teddy Sears who played as he was i'm not going to spoil the show but he was in the flash cw show i think that's a very critical spoiler if you haven't seen the show and you want to see i I want you to save that but anyways teddy sears appears as jay garrick at least that's what people think but it was it was all cgi so it was hard to see but it's like why didn't they do anything else like why didn't grant gustin appear um i can't remember uh i can't remember the guy the actor's name who who was the flash in the original flash show like why didn't they appear Instead of all these Supermans. But again, it's Warner Brothers trying to capitalize on that cha-ching. Like, you know, you had the Christopher Reeves Superman, you know, uh, Helen Slater Supergirl, Adam West, like George Reeves. Like, that's cool. I get it. But man, I don't know. I just felt really weird about that. In a Flash movie, the most flashes you, the most like multiverse people you show is not the Flash when they do exist. So, whatever. Again, I get Warner Brothers, man. Uh, but overall, all the acting was great. It's good acting from those that were in the movie um, heavily. The biggest criticism I think this movie got was the visuals. And it sucks because it's 50-50. Like, some visuals work really well and they look really well and I appreciate them. And in some visuals, they just took you out of the movie. And even though the director, um, what's his name, Andy Muschietti, 
I don't want to say his last name, but he says like some of it, it's intentional because it's like you're, you're, they wanted to give you what like the flash sees, how he sees the world when he's moving fast or slow or whatever the case may be. And again, in some of those moments, I'm like, sure, absolutely. I can definitely see that. But then there's moments where it's just like, no, this is just poor CGI. Um, the intro was it, the intro, it's the, the baby shower intro. Um, it's a fun cartoony comic book type of scene. I loved it, but the visuals could have been better. Uh, sometimes they work, sometimes they didn't. Um, and if they couldn't afford to do that with high end visuals, just to make it a little bit more cleaner, uh, they should have just scrapped that whole scene and did something different because it does like, that's right in the beginning. It takes you out. Um, the flash suit at times they did the Marvel thing where with Marvel, I'm talking about like Spider-Man where like majority, pretty much the suit is CG. Like if you watch the behind the scenes of Tom Holland and like infinity war and, uh, and stuff like that, like they have, um, he's wearing just like the, the mocap suit. And so they have to CG it after. And for the most part, Marvel does a pretty good job with that, but it, they, it looks like they for sure did the same thing for the flash. And it just looks, it, it just at times just doesn't look good. Um, I get the suit was a little more traditional to what the Flash is, but I, I really loved Zack Snyder's Justice League suit. It was more practical, and you can tell that he was wearing, like they made a suit for him to wear. Like it was just a practical suit. Um, where this one, I can't tell you when it was an actual suit, when it wasn't. It just, sometimes it just looked way too rubbery, like animated, and I don't know. It was almost, oh, dude, dare I say this? It was almost like Green Lantern status at times. And that's bad. Um, and then the music was great. I love the music. So as far as bad goes, like if you've already kind of heard me, like if you listen through all this, it's like, I guess some of the story elements, if you're a fan of the actual comic, um, the CGI was probably one of the biggest ones. Um, and then the only other thing is probably the third act was felt a little dry. Like they had this big epic battle um and then but i mean it made sense like the battle wasn't going to there wasn't going to be a conclusion to the battle and that's why they like break out and then you get the whole little like twist and the multiverse thing and i don't know if people were wanting like expecting like this big battle between you know dark flash and regular flash or even you know the younger flash but um it's very like not as anticlimactic but to me the true ending was him the flash coming to the realization of he had to let go of everything and he had to go and you know accept the fate that his mom has which she dies and pretty much him allow that and so he gets the moment like that final moment to kind of say goodbye in a sense and and basically know like yep i'm making that final decision to sorry can't save you um it's crazy i mean if you were if you were in a situation where you were with someone you really, really loved and care and you knew for a fact you can't save them and you just have to basically tell them like, it's going to be okay, but nope. You know what I mean? Like it, it hit hard. Like I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was a pretty emotional scene and they did a really good job. Like I said, Ezra's a good actor and um, the actress that played his mom's really good. And it was, you can see the pain um through uh, ezra miller's acting as the flash like you can see it so i mean i like the ending up until that point after that 
he makes a change. You spend this whole movie talking about you can't change anything. He makes a change um, and gets a piece of like happiness. But then you get like the most randomest cameo ending you can think of. Um, basically, when they're leaving the courthouse after his father's trial, you uh, out comes Bruce Wayne and it's George Clooney's Bruce Wayne. And what's crazy is I learned that there's been three different endings since then. Um, one of the endings, which I believe was the first one, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman was going to be waiting for him outside. Sasha Cowley's Supergirl is going to be waiting outside. Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot, and then Henry Cavill's Superman as well. They were all going to be waiting outside for Barry, which would have been interesting. I don't really know how that would have panned out, but also would have established again henry and all that but because they're like yep we're not doing any of that they went and said well we're to introduce a new batman so it was supposed to be same scene um but when he steps out of the car and this is what a lot of people saw at the cinema like previews or the cinema con whatever it was that they did because they screened this movie so many times before it even came out um that one you see you know a footstep out and someone come out and then it goes to the scene where barry's like who the fuck is this guy and the movie ends and you never see Bruce Wayne and then so basically that was supposed to establish um, the new Batman for James Gunn's DCU now or whatever the hell they're calling it but then they scrapped that ending which that one would have probably been the better one because then it would have left a lot of mystery for everyone like ooh who was it what is it this and this and it would have been able to tie to the whatever they were going to do but Clearly, it seems like they don't want Ezra Miller anymore because of all this cuckoo stuff. But um, so they decided to just throw like a throwaway scene gag where it was George Clooney, Batman. Which honestly, I don't even think he was Batman. I think it was just Bruce Wayne. Because even when he asked him, like, are you, he goes, are you Batman? He's like, are you kidding me? Um, so I don't even think he actually came out as. I, I believe he's Bruce Wayne, but I don't think he was like in this universe. There's maybe a different Batman played by somebody completely different. You know, maybe Nightwing is around and he became Batman or or Robin or whatever. I don't know. So this is a really weird ending. And then the post credit scene didn't do it any justice. So, but going back to why this movie's bombed, why it's failed, why it's this and this. It's the studio, man. And you know what? They don't want to take ownership of it and nobody wants to say it. But it's Warner Brothers. They screwed this movie over. Um. This is a movie that was, this is a character in a movie that is built and established in the Zack Snyder universe, the Snyderverse, if you will, of these DC films with Man of Steel, you know, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, all of that. But the studio doesn't want it to be associated with that. It wants to move away from that. You know, they consider it the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. They just hired James Gunn to come in and, and this other cat to, uh, oversee the the dc movies and they're calling it the dcu which is like the new line and it's going to be the main permanent line of dc films so why the hell are they even releasing these movies because these movies don't even it's like it doesn't even matter now um this is why i feel the shazam failed uh why black adam failed this one and they're still going to release blue I think they're doing damage control with Blue Beetle right now because that's the next movie to drop. Um, and they're trying to say like, oh no, this 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 movie is part of the DCU. You know, like it is officially part 
of the new universe that's going on. Um, it's going to be a standalone on its own, and it's going to. So I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I hope they're not expecting a lot of, out of this movie um, because the track record shows DC movies are not doing good because there's no interest. They 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 messed up the public's perception of what these movies are supposed to be. They alienated a lot of the fans, whether it's Snyder people that wanted stuff, whether it's not Snyder people, like they just don't know where they need to just stop making these movies. Just put them on HBO max or max, whatever the hell it's called. Now put them on there, let them release there and give a good year or two of just no DC movies. Um, that way they can come out ready to go with the new Batman, brave and the bold, the new Superman what was it Superman legacy or something like that. Um, they can just start rolling these movies out. These movies were already in production and they have to roll them out and they're just trying to get some money out of it, but it's doing more harm than anything, you know, because after Blue Beetle, it's Aquaman. And again, how is this going to pan out? There's even more controversy with that one with uh, what's her face with Johnny Depp and all that, like, you know, and that one's supposed to come out at the end of this year. Allegedly, we'll see if it does, but then that's it. After that, I think it'll be done. 2024, there'll be no DC movies and then maybe 2025 we'll have some new DC movies, but it's like, you know, and Aquaman's part of the Snyderverse. And I just don't understand why the studio, what the studio is trying to do. And they've even stated that the flash is like the reset of the DC universe, but it didn't answer anything. It didn't answer any questions. It didn't do anything. So I don't see it being a reset. Um, and I don't know. I just really, really don't know. I'm a very, I mean, we'll see what Blue Beetle and Aquaman, what they do, but they change too much. This movie has been through production hell, literally. And again, doesn't help Ezra Miller with had to decide. I mean, there was the, the marketing was terrible in this movie. They didn't market any of the movie. Ezra was like hiding because they didn't want him out there. They kept putting a lot of Michael Keaton and Supergirl, Sasha Kelly out there, you know, I, I, and like the spoilers, like they shouldn't even show shared that Michael Keaton was in the movie or even Supergirl. Like I feel like the trailers really expose a lot of the, a lot of the movie. Like there's been, there was a lot of cool scenes. Like even when you first see Batman or Bruce Wayne in the movie, they try to make it like, you don't know who he is, but it's like, we all know who it is. Like, you know, they're fighting, they're doing this quick fight scene and he's an old with long hair and every angle, the hair's covering his face. Like you are not supposed to know who that is. And then when he does finally reveal the face, you're supposed to sit there. Like it, it kind of lingers. The screen lingers on there. Like as if they were anticipating people in the theater going, what? Or clapping or something. It's just so awkward. And you're just like, we already knew him. We already knew it was Michael Keaton. Like we were going to bamboozle us or something. It was going to be somebody else. Like what? So, and I felt the marketing strategy became because they didn't have Ezra because all his, you know, crazy stuff he's done. They had to lean into that. And it's like, it just ruined the surprise. I mean, the damn trailer literally said it had Michael Keaton. You guys heard it earlier. I'm Batman. Like what? Why would you, that's like super iconic. Why would you put it in the trailer? Like you can just watch the trailer like that one. And even the, the last trailer they did, um, before the launch, like just watch those two trailers and you pretty much like have a good idea of the movie. I'd prefer you guys to watch it cause it's a good movie, but I'm just like, I don't know. So for me, this movie failed because of Warner brothers. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, other than that, 
this movie's great. Ezra does a fantastic job as, as acting the story. They worked with what they got. Um, clearly this movie set in the Snyderverse that's been alienated by the studio. I mean, they acknowledge Iris West from the Zack Snyder cut. I mean, the whole plot with general Zod, that's literally man of steel. The first movie of the DCU DCEU it's, they can't escape it, but it's, it's just not, it's, it just wasn't supported properly by the studio. And that's it. That's, that's why it's failing. There's no clear indication of what the future is of DC, where we're going. You know, Marvel had this whole 10 year thing build up. Um, I mean, Warner Bros. went through different like presidents, different people who are running the DC movies. Um, I feel they should have just let Snyder conclude whatever he was trying to create, uh, which I personally am always really excited for. I really like everything that Snyder put out. But until they officially properly reboot this like these dc movies are going to be they're going to be terrible in theaters i'm sorry that's a fact and as far as you're curious as as far as like the flashpoint story i do want to share a little bit of the comic book line i'm not going to give too many spoilers but just some differences so like the whole idea of um going back in time to save his mom, that's all established in it. I mean, that's what triggers everything. But in the comics, what's cool, the way you see the Justice League in that, like Aquaman and like Wonder Woman, they're like going, they're like on this great war. Like you have Aquaman and all the Atlantean forces that uh, are going up against Wonder Woman and the Amazons. There's like this great battle that they're having in Europe and stuff. Um, Cyborg, sorry, my things like popping off cyborg plays a significant role which again you don't see cyborg in this movie why do you not see this because homeboy uh uh what do you call it had to challenge and release all these allegations that was going on in the while filming justice league with joss whedon and all that and the president of warner brothers like you know kind of like the me too movement stuff and yeah dude uh dude pretty much got blacklisted by them um sorry my cat just like scared the hell out of me uh ray fisher you know he's kicked up some storm and they didn't want to have him in the movie they, they refused to put a movie which i think he would have been critical in the flashpoint story so this is what i mean by limited what they they the story of the movie they worked with what they worked what they had um they couldn't do the aquaman and wonder woman big story because for whatever reason they couldn't cyborg he that ray fisher wasn't being cyborg um they had a Green Lantern in that, but there's no Green Lantern. You know, they haven't established Green Lantern yet. Um, Batman's in there, but the the thing about Batman, what I loved about the comic book Batman, is the alter the thing that changed in the Flashpoint storyline was if you if you're familiar with Batman, you know the story that they're in the alley, they get mugged, and they kill the mugger kills both of Bruce's parents, and Bruce lives becomes Batman. Whatever. In this universe, what happens is mugger comes and thomas wayne uh bruce's dad decides to fight back and so he he knocks him down but he the the mugger gets a shot off and he shoots bruce and kills bruce so in this alternate universe that the flash creates bruce dies and what happens is thomas realizing that after just beats the living daylights out of this dude like just like destroys him graphically 
And his mom, Martha, is holding Bruce, and she just goes crazy, becoming Joker. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. What? It's actually pretty dope. Um, the comic book is so much darker. Uh, but yeah, no, so that was the thing. And then obviously the Superman is kind of the same. He was caught up. Um, and uh, what do you call it? He's in a thing, and they bring him out. And just like in the movie, only it's Supergirl. And then the other person that's in there is Shazam. You know, Billy Batson is there and Shazam is there that help Cyborg, Shazam, and the Flash to go find Batman. They find Thomas Wayne and um, they find them all like recluse and all this and, you know, kind of how you see my queen, but even worse. Um, dude, I'm telling you, like, the the Flashpoint storyline is fantastic. Um, there's a lot more stuff to it because obviously it's a, it's a comic book, so they have the liberty of all characters, all the um, villains, heroes, you name it. But they do such a good job. And if you don't want to read it and you want to watch it, the closest thing they have out that you can watch is the DC animated film, which I'll tell you right now, DC animated films, they're pretty solid. I love a lot of the DC animated films, like no contest with Marvel and what they do, but Look for Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. Came out in 2013. You can find it now on DVD, Blu-ray, what have you. I think it's actually on Max. You can just stream it if you have that. But again, it's Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. It's an animated film. Check that out. That story is amazing. It's phenomenal. Um, really good voice actors. You, I can't even say it. Like, honestly, I'm talking about it so much right now that I, I feel like I'm going to watch it right now. Uh, Kevin Conroy's Batman, like, pfft, enough said. So, yeah, this movie, I think it's good. Go check it out. Um, I think it's getting a lot of bad rep. You know, if you didn't like it, by all means. But uh, I don't think it's an Ezra Miller thing. I think it's the studio thing. The studio just really shitted all over this movie. Um, they mishandled it so bad. They limited, um, they limited, uh, you know, the director with actors with characters to use i'm sure some of the earlier versions of this movie was because ray fisher was initially signed on to be in this movie um if i remember correctly and like there was so much so much more what this what this movie could have been but it didn't it didn't become it because they just kept going through so much crap so yeah, right here. I'm actually reading it. In August, Ray Fisher was set to appear in the film, reprising his role as Victor Stone. Dude, uh, they had a different director at that point. Um, Rick uh, Fumuyua uh, in 2016 wrote a really good story. It, was a lot, it says it was a lot similar to the Flashpoint Paradox or Flashpoint story arc. They had Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. They had pretty much everyone. Um almost the entire justice league were supposed to appear in this movie. Um, rightfully so I'm dude, I'm telling you we were essentially robbed. What would have been a fan and dude, think about it. Here's the other thing in Batman versus Superman. They establish, um, Oh my God, hold on. Let me, uh, I can't remember her name and I only know her as Maggie from freaking, um, the walking dead. <laughs> Uh, but they they casted her to play uh, Martha Wayne in Batman vs Superman. In the very beginning, when you see like they give you a quick little origin story of um, 
of Batman, which is really well done in my opinion. But yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. So if you know, you know, he's also in The Walking Dead. And if you're a Supernatural fan, Supernatural. And then Lauren Cohen, there you go. She was in The Walking Dead. She played Martha Wayne. Could you imagine seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne as Batman? A brutal Batman. Oh, my God. Dude, if you watch Watchmen as a com- being uh, played as a comedian, as a straight-up asshole, I would have lost my shit. And then Lauren Cohen to play Joker? Female Dur- Joker? You want to talk about diversity, bro? Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But instead they went with... Um, don't get me wrong. I like Michael Keane and I, I'm glad he appeared in the movie. But instead they went with that. Dude. Oof. There you go. So the, as you can see, my frustration of this movie is not the movie itself. It's the studio. The studio mishandled it. That's what I say. That's what I feel this movie, why this movie did bad. Movie itself is fun. It's a fun movie. It's good. It's, you know, the CG is a little wonky here and there, but it reminds me a lot of like a cartoon. Um, Ezra Miller kills it in his acting and as both berries, um, you know, Michael King was awesome. It, it, it's a good movie for what it was with what they had to work with. Um, I think the main thing is probably just the visuals. Just get past the visuals. You'll be fine unless you really dislike Ezra Miller as a person. Then if you do that, then I can't help you there. Um, Again, I'm not saying what he did was good or he gets a pass or anything. Absolutely not. Dude's doing his time. I mean, I'm sure he probably doesn't have a lot of movies lined up and apparently he's getting help. So he'll do his, he'll do his time, but I'm not going to, because of his, stupidity that he did outside you know personally i'm not going to discredit his acting his acting is fantastic and it really really shows in this movie um so yeah i mean that's my take i think it's a good movie um if i had to give it one out of ten ten being the best um i'm gonna go with a solid eight only because of visuals, but again, it's not. It wasn't that much of a deal breaker for me. Um, and I, honestly, the the two points is because the studio robbed us on what it, what potentially could have been. And honestly, this is like probably my. I, I know of specific order for sure. Top five, possibly even my top three favorite DC film of like the Snyderverse starting with Man of Steel. I'm not going to incorporate anything of Christopher Nolan or even um, any of the previous Batmans or even the Robert Patterson Batman. But as far as like in the Snyderverse of things from Man of Steel, you know, Man of Steel, Batman Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, which I forgot that movie even existed. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Suicide Squad, Black Adam, Shazam, The Flash. It's probably my top top three. You know, it's in no specific order like Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, the extended cut, always the extended cut. Um, I'm just kind of going down the list. Zack Snyder's Justice League and The Flash, for sure. My and they're they're in my four. I don't know which order, but they're they're like my top four, right there. So, but yeah. Check it out. I think it's cool. Um, I don't know. But that's my take. 
Thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a good one. Thank you.